Welcome to Schooled by Clay, Curing Your Curiosity. We release weekly podcasts covering everything from cookies to catastrophes, but there's a catch. Our podcasts have been researched, written, and recorded by 8th graders. Today, the students are the teachers. Class starts now. In March of 2019, Captain Marvel hit theaters around the world. A superhero origin story that featured a female lead, it racked up over $796 million in worldwide ticket sales in just the opening weekend, beating some of the most common household superhero names like Thor, Iron Man, and even Captain America at the box office. But strangely enough, it started receiving terrible reviews on a familiar platform you've most likely heard of, Rotten Tomatoes, before it even hit theaters. And even now, you can find an audience score of just 62% on their website, despite the wave of positive reviews you can find anywhere else online. If this seems fishy, don't worry, you're right to be suspicious. Rotten Tomatoes investigated this strange case and ended up purging the Captain Marvel comment section of nearly 50,000 comments deemed to be the work of internet trolls, fueled by the film's main actress, Brie Larson's outspokenness on the lack of diversity in movies and media coverage of films. A majority of these comments tried to discredit Captain Marvel because it had a female lead in a genre typically dominated by men. These trolls did their best to tank the awesome superhero movie before it even came out, forcing Rotten Tomatoes to make a couple of executive decisions, such as dropping the Want to See score from their website altogether, which was the score that lets audiences rate their excitement for upcoming films, as well as disabling the comment function prior to a movie's release date so trolls couldn't overwhelm a yet-to-be-released movie with negative reviews. These recent events reveal an increasingly frustrating issue in modern Hollywood, the ridiculous lack of female-led films and the deep-seated bias that goes along with them. Since the creation of the American film industry, Women have been ridiculously underrepresented. Female-led films have yet to account for even 50% of the top 100 highest-grossing films per year. Just last year, only 40 of the top 100 grossing films featured a woman in a leading or co-leading role, which was an 8% increase from 2017. A bittersweet victory if there ever was one. But why is there such a startling difference in the amount of male and female-led films? If you were paying close attention earlier, you might remember how much Captain Marvel made in its opening weekend. But you probably don't, so I'll say it again. $796 million in one weekend. That's a lot of money. That's enough money to watch Captain Marvel over 88 million times at your local theater. Maybe not the best choice, but I would highly recommend checking it out at least once if you're a fan of superheroes 
action movies, or strong women in leading roles. Captain Marvel, however, is not the first female-led movie that has been a big hit at the box office. In 2017, the top three highest-grossing movies all had female leads. Star Wars The Last Jedi, Beauty and the Beast, and Wonder Woman. In fact, a study done by the Creative Artist Agency and the digital strategy company Shift7 revealed that since as far back as 2014, female-led movies have been doing exceptionally well at the box office. According to the study, the top movies from 2014 to 2017 with female leads outperformed the top movies with male leads, regardless of their budget. And even more, films that passed the Bechtel test, meaning two female characters had a conversation with one another about something other than a man, outperformed those that didn't. The CAA and Shift 7 also found that since 2012, no film has made a billion dollars or more at the box office without passing the Bechtel test. But despite the facts, you've probably heard the idea that female-led films aren't good for business in Hollywood. However, a CAA agent and researcher Christy Hoberger told the New York Times, the perception that it's not good business to have female leads is not true. In fact, the opposite is true. They're a marketing asset, she said. However, it feels like despite the overwhelming amount of data that supports female-led movies, production companies choose only to pay attention to the data discrediting them. Take the nearly 13-year gap between the disastrous Catwoman and Wonder Woman. Producers use any opportunity they can find to avoid movies with female-led films and ignore the statistics that profusely support them. Besides making money, movies and films are a type of art with the ability to form meaningful connections through the power of shared experiences. I've bonded with people over shared love of movies, as I'm sure you have too. But movies can also help us form connections with ourselves. Seeing a character who looks like you on screen, saving the world, or going on daring adventures has the power to really inspire you. When you see someone you can relate to do something amazing, you start to think, huh, I could do that too. But a large part of this comes from, like I said earlier, seeing someone you can relate to. Of course, all films, regardless of lead actor or actress, have the power to make change and inspire audiences. But seeing someone who looks like you can inspire so much more. Simply type Wonder Woman into your search bar and you'll be greeted by numerous results telling stories of how the female-led superhero movie inspired someone. It's important for filmmakers in Hollywood to realize that people all over the world watch their movies, and the world is not just filled with white men. After all, women make up 52% of the worldwide population. Characters in movies should reflect the audiences. Diversity is critical for a global industry, and casting underrepresented actors and actresses in movies is so important to viewers all over the world. Looking at the data, it's easy to despair over current situations in the American film industry. I know I felt pretty disheartened while doing research for this podcast, 
but it's not all doom and gloom. Progress is being made, and it's important to acknowledge that. In 2018, 28% of the top 1,200 movies featured a woman in a leading or co-leading role, which is an all-time high. Female-led movies are increasing, and they're getting more and more successful each year. There's hope for the future, but to move forward, we also have to acknowledge where we've come from and that we have a long way to go. I think that looking at one chapter in the story is enough to see the whole plot here. The film industry in Hollywood chooses to only acknowledge the facts and audience response to female-led movies when it validates their mentality that female-led movies are bad for Hollywood. In doing this, they're stuck in the past, a primarily white male past, and it shows in the movies that are turned out each and every year. In capitalist America, industries primarily do what they do to make money, and the film industry is no different. Sure, movies are used to make statements and convey ideas, but at the end of the day, a movie's success isn't gauged by the impact it had on people's minds, but on their wallets. And the lack of female-led movies, despite them proving time and time again that they make big money, is showing us that something else is at play here. A dedication to doing things the way we do simply because that's the way we've always done them. But in an era where movies are rivaled by television, video games, and numerous other forms of entertainment, Hollywood can't afford to be biased. And if they continue to dig their heels in the dirt and refuse to move forward, new talent is going to have to step up. New directors, writers, filmmakers, and producers who embrace the benefits of female-led movies instead of shutting their eyes and pretending they don't exist or the grand Hollywood sign atop the hills of LA is going to become a relic of the past. A warning to future industries that refusal to move forward will destroy them from the inside. just got schooled. Thanks for listening. If you want extra credit, you can learn more about this episode's topic and find previous episodes at schooledbyclay.weebly.com.